So there I was, sitting by the campfire, watching Cupid shoot his arrows. Cupid, draw back your bow. What's up, everybody? This is J.J. Martinez. This is Big Jeff. <laughs> and this is Beauty and the Beast Mode episode... Niner. Niner is German for 17. Very interesting. It might be. Niner... It might be, but we don't know because we don't fact check. We don't. We don't, man. Uh, we don't speak different languages either. Nope. We have a hard enough time with English. Ah, that, this is true. This is very true. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'm Puerto Rican and I barely speak Spanish. I'm uh, English. And you barely speak English. Cheerio. Cheerio. Jeff, I think I know that uh, there might be a language, though, that you and I both Know a little bit about what would that be? Yay, yay! The language of love, love is in the air. Ha, cha, cha. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Jeff? The language of love, yeah, yeah, yay. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really good. I'm excited to be here because we are actually in a different location today. We are at Beauty and the Beast Mode Remote Headquarters. Remote Headquarters, also known as Casa de la Nastasi. <laughs> <laughs> BP to you. BP. Um, Jeff, it's a beautiful day outside today. It is. I believe that it's such a beautiful day outside and inside. Because it's your anniversary. It is. So this is a special day. I get to be a part. Of, I'm excited because I get to be a part of this day. Even though, like, your wife is hating me right now because you're spending time with me. She's in the. She keeps texting me. She's like, "Are you done yet? Are you done yet?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh, is it his anniversary?" You could be a part of it until later tonight. Then you gotta go. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I gather that I, I won't be around. Yo, oh, go ahead. Seventeen years today, married. Is it seventeen long? 17 years today. <laughs> 17 is the best years of your life. I'd have to agree with that, yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Oh, yeah. Man. This summer, in August, will be 24 years that we're together total. This summer in August? Yep. It was the summer of 69. I wasn't born in 69, but oh. 24 years in August. Wait. No. Yeah. We don't fact check. We don't fact check. We don't <laughs> So, yeah, I noticed the beautiful flowers that you have around here. Um, no, 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 no. Let me st- those are for you. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. I appreciate that. that. Those, the dead ones? <laughs> so, in the week leading up to this anniversary, what transpired? Uh, it was kind of a humdrum week. Uh, humdrum, meaning not much to tell, nothing exciting. Uh, yesterday we dropped the kids off at my parents' house, which was fun. Um, you got excited about that? You posted a video on Facebook about it. I did. I yeah. did. Running through the house singing that yeah. the kids were gone. You were smashing through walls. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, so we don't get all of those. Uh, time to ourselves moments anymore with the two kids yeah. 
ages 15 and 12, yeah. always coming around asking questions and ruining the moment. Hogging up the TV, recording all the shows. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't care about Powerpuff Girls. Yeah. What do you, what's, your, what's your go-to show? Uh, it's off, Walking Dead. I love Walking Dead. What is, is that a go-to show for you and your wife together? Like, oh, yeah. What's the show that you have watched Yeah, Walking Dead, uh, Game of Thrones. I haven't seen Walking Dead or Game of Thrones. Okay. So you probably haven't seen Fear the Walking Dead either. Nah. Okay. I'm behind all right. man. All right. My favorite show of all time is The Shield. It was on FX many uh, moons ago. Wasn't it the same dude in The Commission? Yep. Yep. Was it a spinoff? No, no, no. Commission was on ABC. Yep. And The Shield was on FX. Yeah. The Shield was like the first groundbreaking show kind of. For FX. For FX, but like kind of shown in a different light, like a little more dark. And oh, big time, bro. And the Shield was out before Sopranos or? Mm, I believe so. I believe it was before. I, yeah, I thought The Shield, like there was a big, uh, a big stink about it, like how dark it was. And they started like cursing all that on TV. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember the first show, I think, that dropped the a-hole bomb was NYPD Blue. Oh, Jimmy Smith's. Jimmy Smith's. Hispanic, all day long. All day. I'm just along for the ride, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's kind of our thing. We sit around together and watch some TV. Oh, boy. We'll get to that. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. cut you off. No. We do. But Jimmy Smith's <laughs> show before NYPD Blue. Jimmy Schmidt before NYPD Blue. I give you a, I give you a hint. Harry Hamill. I was gonna say L.A. Law, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. You yep. Got it. Yeah. I think he came on later on in the in towards the end last few seasons. Yeah. He might have been on earlier, but Jimmy Smith is great. So to even go a step further, do you know Jimmy Smith's recently on FX? Did you watch Sons of Anarchy? No. Another one. Damn. Another one I need to be just... You're deprived. Take a belt, take a belt to me right now. See, that's the problem, okay? Oh, hey guys. Look out. Oh, anger. Anger alert. That's the problem, is that you're... Did I just get that anger alert on your phone? I got, I got anger alert on my phone. You're too busy looking good and working out that you don't have time to sit around on the couch. No, I do sit around on the couch, but as soon as I sit down on the couch, most of the times I just pass out. Okay. Because you work out all the time. Well, I mean, I, I, not because I work out all the time. Like, let's not paint a picture of you as people that, like, I'm as chiseled as I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I just, you know, I go out to do other stuff and comedy and whatnot. Right. I, so I want I want to watch the great shows that everybody talks about, but I don't have time for a lot of the other shows. So that's good, though. So you'll spend your time doing comedy and doing what you do, and I'll spend time sitting on the couch and eating bonbons and doing research for this podcast. Shake your bonbons, shake your bonbons, shake your bonbons. Jeff, that's why I appreciate you, brother. You do research for this podcast, and I am absolutely aware of that. How much you contribute and you bring to this, Jeff? We still don't fact check, though. Exactly. No research is done. None. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeff, uh, first of all, I appreciate you asking me about my week. 
Well, we've jumped around within this first 10 minutes so bad, I didn't know what we were going back to. Guys, listen. It's Jeff's anniversary today. I feel like Jeff has something on his heart right now. Because he is talking to me like a stepchild. It's... (laughs) If you can see the faces that he's giving me right now. What's on my heart? It's called a stint. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's called palpations of love. Palpations or palpitations? Yeah, to palpate is something different. A palpitation is a bad thing. Palpations? Pal... 101 palpations. Platypus? (laughs) Like I said, folks, I don't even speak English. Too good. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, yeah. It's your anniversary. We've said that several times. Yes. Could you take us on a journey? Like a movie, right? Like where they go back in time and then you see the moment where like the people first met or they were at a bar and she was kissing another dude. Why don't we not talk about that? (laughs) (laughs) It's our anniversary. anniversary. (laughs) Come here, I want to hold your hand. It's our anniversary. Our episode 9 anniversary. (laughs) But it's your anniversary. Yep. We want to talk about love. Okay. Could you set the stage for us with talking about love by talking about your 17 years I'll take it further. I'll go back to the summer of 1992. Come back with me. Giddily, giddily. We'll do the Wayne's World. Giddily, giddily, giddily. Uh, So in the summer of 92, August 2nd, how do you like that? I still remember the stuff like that because I was traumatized. Um, But my band was playing a house party. And I called up my friend Diane, and I said, hey, my band's playing a house party. Why don't you come down? It'll be fun. A lot of booze and good time. So Diane comes, and she brings this blonde with her. And at the time, they were uh, the big hair back in New York, the big hair and the spandex and the boots and the belt that was like a foot thick. So they come, and it was her friend Kristen, and the whole time I'm sitting there watching a friend, watching a friend, watching a friend, and I see her giving her number out to this guy and number out to that guy, and I'm like, huh, but I still was intrigued. So it's getting towards the end of the night, and I was super shy back then, so I was like, I'm not going to talk to her, I'm not going to talk to her. So I see that she's getting ready to leave, so I bounce from the band, and I run after her, and she's about to get into her car, and I'm like, hey, what's up? That's my big line back then. (laughs) Hey, what's up? And then I would just sit there and hopefully she'll say something. Uh, So we started talking a little bit and she gave me her number. I'm like, yeah, that's, I see that that's not that hard to get around here, you know? And she looks up at me and she goes, they all got my beeper number. That's how long ago, right? Uh Beepers. They got my beeper number. You got my beeper number and my home phone number. So I'm like, hmm, 
okay. Kids still got it. So three days go by. And at the time, I was working for a towing company. So I'm working like 100 hours a week. Three day, was three days like the barometer, like, because, you know, when guys get numbers, they're like, don't call right away or call right nope, away. Like, nope, nope. Was it one of those things? Nothing like that. Just okay. super busy, working 12, 14, 16 hours a day, right. you know. So we lived in the same town. So in the town, the town was Oceanside, New York, and the main thoroughfare through the town was Long Beach Road. So I'm at the light on Long Beach Road. There used to be a Nathan's hot dog joint over. And all of a sudden I hear a screech. And I look over and it's her. So I said, oh. So I rolled down the window. I'm like, hey, what's up? She's like, who do you think you are? It's been three days and you haven't called me. And blah, blah, blah. Bad. So I'm, so I'm like, damn. I'm like, I've been working. You know, sorry, this, that, the other thing. So she goes, I said, all right, all right, all right. Take it easy, and I'll give you a call tonight. So that night, we were on the phone for like eight hours. Eight hours? Yeah, overnight, just yapping, getting to know each other. And uh, Okay, the big, did you take a nap <laughs> during those eight hours? Like, you know how sometimes, I don't know, like back in the days, you might have been on the phone Slightly fall asleep when you wake up. No, we were fully engaged the whole time, bro. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's awesome, brother. Yeah. So that was that, and we we started dating each other, and uh, we were together. I think it was almost five years. So off and on, we'd argue. You know, I was twenty years old when I met her, mm-hmm. and she was. Yeah, she was 20 as well. So fast forward like four and a half years, and uh, we were fighting a lot. And I said, you know what? I said, two people are in a relationship to love each other, not fight all the time. I'm like, so either we got to get it together or we got to stop. And I think we should stop because it's been crazy lately. So we broke up. So we were broken up for like five months and I did not see anybody else during that time. Don't ask me that. So, <laughs> so it winds up that I had gotten a job at the post office and I was working overnights and uh, she called me and said, out of the blue, she calls me and goes, hey, you know, I was just thinking about you and... Do you want (laughs) to special delivery, baby? Um, So she goes, do you want to go out to dinner? And in my head, I'm like, is it going to be the same thing over and over again? You know, so I was always a gentleman. I I would pay. So the day came that we were supposed to get together and go to dinner. And I called up and said that I was sick. I was not. No, no, because I wouldn't say this on the podcast <laughs> if it was. <laughs> um, but I was nervous and I was scared, and I said, "You know, is it going to be the same stuff again?" So two months later, so we're broken up seven months, and I was working overnight at the post office, and it's one in the morning, and I was 
Go ahead. It was one in the morning, and it, it sounded like a little role reversal there, Jeff. Like, I was scared. <laughs> she's like, yo, you want to go out again? And you're like, I don't know. Maybe we should pump the brakes. <laughs> Dude, you know, at that time, I was like, I don't. You know what? It's, it says a lot about you, man. It says a lot about who you are. So that's, I joke about it, but it's a very good thing, man. Well, thank you. So it's one in the morning. So it's one in the morning. I'm unloading an 18-wheeler from foot to ceiling, side to side, filled with 80-pound bags of mail all the way to the front. So I, I sat there, and I'm not a big religious guy. You know that. But I said, Lord, if you're there, God, it's me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> So I said, give me a sign. Like, I was thinking about her a lot, and I said, you know, should I get back with her or should I not? And this is in, so this is around like 95-ish? Uh, 96 maybe? 96, 97, yeah. 96, so Ace of Bass was out, so the song could have came on. That it could have, yeah, yeah. but what did come on the radio right after I said that was our song, which, which was uh, Stevie Nicks and Don Henley, Leather and Lace. So I took that as a sign. I said, I got you, big fella. Uh, so it's 1 in the morning, one thirty in the morning, and I go to the pay phone and pry to cell phones, and I s- called her up, and I said, she was sleeping, and I said, uh, kick the guy out of your bed first. No, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I said, it's me. I'm still totally in love with you. Let's stop playing around. And let's do it right this time. And that's it. After that, we got engaged. And uh, that's all she wrote. Man. Years later. That's awesome, brother. So the point of the story is... That's a great story, by the way. Thanks. very descriptive. And I could picture every moment in my head. Nice. Yep. And just for the record, I didn't say in stuff like that once. Whoa! Well, Right from your heart. And it was. It, it was. And I could feel it. And your eyes, your eyes kind of glazing over a little bit. And your shirt, put your shirt back on. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so the point is, is that we had a real big foundation. You know, we were together for years. We went through the ups and downs. Dude, we went through a lot of stuff. My best friend, who was like my brother, died. And, and just a whole bunch of stuff going on. And, uh, <coughs> Yeah, yeah. We were actually broken up at the time that that Jeremy died, right. and uh, she was actually the first call that I made to her house, and her mom picked up the phone, and I didn't tell her what was up. Um, but so an hour later, she came by the bar that all of us were at, and uh, I was holding it together for everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, the whole time, and... The moment that I saw her, I freaking broke down, and I lost it. And uh, so, to me, you have to have a super strong foundation. So many times, what I see these days is all these young peeps who are 19, 20, 21, sitting there together for a few months or a year and getting married, and it's like, damn, you know, where's that foundation? Where's that getting to know you? Where's that, this is the meat, 
and potatoes of you and I. And did you guys live together at any point, like before marriage? Uh, we did. Yeah, I think it's super important. So, and some people, so it's like I don't know what's old school, what's new school nowadays, right? It's just like I think it comes like from your background and everything, and so. <laughs> I'm not gonna mention APs and BPs. <laughs> like, how did her parents feel about you guys living together or whatnot? How do you feel about a 14-year-old having relations with somebody and then giving birth to somebody named Nastas? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, her dad didn't know. Her dad, her parents had broken up right. years back. Um, so I don't think she told her dad. Her mom knew. Uh, her mom was wasn't thrilled, but she was okay with it. So yeah, because when you talk about building that foundation, people should give it longer than a year or so before they have shotgun wedding and go out and you know and confess to the world that they're gonna be together forever. Yeah, I mean, you barely know each other. You know how yeah. how do you know? Like, to me, that's super important. Like, because during that year, like, you don't know that person. Right. In and out and back and front, you know? Like, you're still putting on your best face. You know? You might not have farted in front of the person yet. That's true love. When you fart? When you, can, when you lean, when you do that lean toward them, you know? Or do the old Dutch oven over the head with the blankets, fodden. I totally understand what you're saying, man, you know, but, and some people, well, some people might say, but love is love, and you know right away when it's that person, and when you know it's that person, you just put a little bit of this in the drink, and then you get the blood. I don't. You know, I, I think it's lust at first sight. I don't yeah. think it's love at first sight. To me, love is knowing that person. Right. Like, to me, you, you can have relations with somebody, right? And all this stuff. But you don't know them. I, I fall, like, I fell in love with my wife's mind, you know, like to know her and what are your beliefs? What do you think? What do you, th what's your take on that and this and that and this? And I love that, you know? Right. What, so how over the past 17 years has the dynamic of yours, your relationship changed with her? Like at first it was the two of you, no kids and God. How does that, that transform? That was great. Those yeah. those times were great. Yeah, but pre kids. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how? Okay, <laughs> so, so there's this book. <clears throat> there's this book that's out there that they I, I've read uh, called the Five Love Languages. Okay. All right. So that now they have like the five love languages for men, the five love languages for women, the five love languages for kids, five love languages for coworkers, all kinds of stuff, whatever. But they better not be putting that out for kids. For, for adults to talk to kids? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, they have these 
five different love languages and the way that people uh, want to be loved and, and kind of give love. And they talked about these five topics. Okay. Words of affirmation. All right. Quality time. Receiving gifts. Acts. Acts. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> acts of service and physical touch. I like that last one. <laughs> so, <clears throat> when you think about those five. Did you just throw up in your mouth when I said that? That's <laughs> because your big toe rub against my <laughs> So, keeping those five subjects in mind, how do you think that your relationship over the past 17 years maybe has gone through those five love languages or, or has it or what did you guys do at first but now it's this one right now? The, so the one constant from when we met up until this morning that has stayed constant is laughter. So me, I love making her laugh, you know, and I think that that's a super, super huge part. Where do you think that would fall in those? I would say that that would fall. This isn't it. <laughs> There's words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service. And physical touch. I think, uh, well, words of affirmation, quality time, you know, mm -hmm. like literally I'm, I'm willing to make a fool out of myself just to make her laugh. And, and for me, it's important to, to keep her laughing, you know, um, So, yeah, words of affirmation, too. I mean, in a humorous way, saying stuff to her and, and quality time, you know, that time that's just the two of us and, and what happens during that time. You know, I've seen couples that sit there on a couch or are at dinner and are totally not saying a word to each other, just sitting there on their phone, you know, and that's, to me, like horrible, you know. Like, open your eyes. Look at the person right in front of you. Do you think that that would still be considered quality time, right? Because if the person's sitting on the couch by themselves... No, that's definitely not quality time. <laughs> no, no. Um, you know, when... Where are you guys right now? How do you like, how do you like to be loved, Jeff? I'll, I'll keep it PG. <laughs> uh, quality time is super big to me. Words of affirmation. I don't need the whole, you know, I, I love you because of this. Like, I know we love each other. I know that I am faithful to her. Uh, I know that I said she's not faithful to me because... <laughs> Because do you ever see Grey's Anatomy? She's a nurse. Yeah, yeah. So she goes into these storage cabinets with these doctors. <laughs> I know that this goes on. Um, so that's not big with me. I'm not like a pat on the back kind of guy. I don't need that. You know, I know that we're solid and everything else. Solid as a rock. 
them, right? Mm, quality time is important to me. Like when the kids go to bed, and I know I keep saying life was great before kids and when the kids go to bed and all this other stuff and dancing around that they're gone, but my kids are my life. I joke when I say that. Um, I don't need gifts. I'm like so not materialistic. It's not even funny, right. you know. Um, acts of service. <laughs> <laughs> like if, if you... I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> if there was one number. <laughs> uh, like, like, like something cool. So for our anniversary, um, she got me, and she's cool with like thinking of like roundabout things. So she went to the Harley Davidson dealership, and when I saw the Harley bag, I was like, "Keys to a bike," and she's like, "No, sucker, we're like one step away from being on the cheese line." Uh, so. Uh, it was, she bought me, because coming to Florida here, I didn't have, I folks, <laughs> folks, if I could tell you how yay yay cringed when I said trash can babies, <laughs> um, but she bought me, uh, I guess they have a class that you have to take to get your motorcycle endorsement on your license. Right, right. So being down here, I never got my motorcycle endorsement. So she got me the class nice. to go, and then uh, then I can get the motorcycle endorsement. One yeah. step closer to getting a bike. So cool. yeah, uh, and physical touch, ba chica wawa. Humor and a healthy dose of relations. That's what gets us through. She would say that she would like the number of a divorce attorney. Ooh. Right now. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that would be considered... <laughs> an act of service. <laughs> yeah, <right>. Mercy. <laughs> uh, she's actually here. Should I go get her? I want you to tell me first. Uh, what... She would say, she would say, here's your five again words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch. It depends on how filthy her mind would be for what she would say, but yeah, I would say pretty much the same things that I said. Give me one, Jeff. Give me one. What is she gonna say? When you ask her what has gotten us through all this time, or what are you going to ask her? I'm going to ask her how she likes to be loved from these five subjects. What is, that, what is it that she looks forward to the most from you all the time? Is it that you folded the damn laundry? Is it that you put milk in the fridge? Is it that you washed the car, acts of service? Is it that you are watching Walking Dead with her? I would say I would say quality time. Is it the way that you stroke her hair? Is it is it physical touch? Do you, does she want you to hold her hand every time you guys are walking through the through the line and trash can babies just looking at you guys like look at these two holding hands all the time? That's why I love them so much. I wish they would adopt me. <laughs> yeah, I would say quality time. You give her a gift. She's like, oh, this is a nice 
bracelet. Thank you so much. Thank you for the shoes. She's not materialistic either. All right, we're going to ask her. Okay. Go get it. All right. Yeah. Folks, this is hey, this is just this about to get real. We're talking about 17 years, more than 17 years, 17 years of marriage, but more than 17 years of love right now. We're going to ask Big Jeff, a.k.a. Nastasi, a.k.a. Just Jeff. We're going to ask his partner in crime, his ace, his lady, his woman, the love of his life, how she likes to be loved. We ain't asking her nothing because she's sleeping. <laughs> I would say quality time or some physical touch. She's like, I'm like, you awake? And I heard. Let down. Failure to perform. Should I go wake her ass up? Yeah, you wake her right. ass up. <laughs> this is real, Jeff. We would let everybody down right now if we didn't wake her up. Tell her we need her. Tell her the kitchen's on fire. Tell her anything. Tell her to make you some eggs and bacon. Tell her that yeah, yeah, you want some pancakes. Tell her that uh, you got a Grey's Anatomy stripper at the door for her for her anniversary. Tell her anything. Just get her out here so that she can answer these questions for all of our listeners. Find out if Jeff is 100% accurate and he's coming back and the look on his face is like, dude, you're getting me in trouble. He's coming back alone. <laughs> Did she shoot you down, Jeff? <clears throat> I ripped the blankets off <laughs> and she looks up at me and says, what's the matter? And I hear you in here going, tell her the kitchen's on fire. <laughs> I said, wake up. You got to be on the podcast. And she goes, not today, I don't feel good, but I love you. Okay. Did you ask her a question? Hells no. Do you want me to go ask? Yes. I want you to go ask. I want you to say, how do you like me to love you? Is it words of affirmation? Let's give you an example. Is it quality time? Do you like gifts? Is it acts of service? Or is it physical touch? I want you to come back with the answer, Jeff, because people are listening and they want the answer. We can't leave him hanging. This is not a cliffhanger episode, Jeff. This is not a cliffhanger episode. She may, she may shank me. If you come back and the side of your face is red, then uh, we'll know that it's physical touch. <laughs> Once again, Nastasi is going to ask. He closed the door. He doesn't want. He doesn't want me to hear what's transpiring in there. But I think it's pretty amazing that they've been together for this amount of time. You guys get to know Jeff more and more as you listen to these episodes. You'll see how much of a teddy bear he really is and how much a family plays a role in his life, which I think is pretty awesome. He's an awesome dude. And I hope he comes back with an answer because we don't want to leave you guys in suspense. This is not a continuation. Like, we're not going to come back and we're not going to say turn the page like an old Archie book and, and pick which what happens next. No, we want to give you an answer. And we're going to give you an answer. If it was my guess... I would probably say that it's going to be acts of service. And he's going to come back with the answer. 
remember he said quality time and here he is and she said that it is she said that I don't know her worth a damn what is it? acts of service <laughs> I said, like what? She goes, like when you vacuum. <laughs> oh, my God. Jeff, when you left, I was talking uh, talking to, you know, your empty microphone. Right. And I was telling everybody how much of a great guy you were and, and all of that stuff. But I also said, I'm going to take a guess here and say that it's acts of service. You were right, my friend. And I was right. Are you, are you hanging with my wife? <laughs> and I, I mean, I only thought that because I was thinking of my own household and like how my mom's always like, Joe, do that. Joe, did you do that? Joe, did you do that? Right. And people listen to her and maybe do things in advance, right? So that's how this stuff, that's how it plays out in the book. It's like once you realize how that other person likes to be loved, then you can play to that. And so you can, not if it's actually service, you can have the clean the house or wash the car or do something like that like unbeknownst to them and then that like and then they show you like that massive amount of love because you've demonstrated to them that you understand their love language i agree yeah so recently she started working days she was working overnights at a hospital so now she's working days so she works seven in the morning till seven at night but it's Pretty much she leaves at 6 in the morning, gets back at 8 at night. So it's long days. So when now that she's doing that, like I'm on the kids before she gets home, I'm like, clean up this, let's do that, you know, this, that, the other thing. I'll have two loads of laundry folded, you know, all the dishes are done, whatever it may be, you know. So I know because she would get home and I'm not going to make myself sound like a saint. I don't do that every single night, but I acknowledge that. So I forgot what I was going to say, but the point, like the point, point taken. Yeah. So she comes home and she's like, oh, damn, you did laundry and oh, damn, you did this. And, you know, this way she doesn't have to do it. And as a result of that, do you think that she shows you more love? Yeah. Bam. We did it. We solved the puzzle. You're all right. According to the book, right? Yeah. I'm sure there are other lessons there, but at least according to the book and the way that it describes it, that's exactly it. Yep, yep. And so, probably 17 years ago, it was a little bit more quality time because of the touch, though. It's still once in a blue, <laughs> still once in a blue moon. No, that's awesome, man. I appreciate you. Yo, I appreciate that story. Hell's that there. story could be taken and made into a movie. I love the way that you laid it out. I love the description that you had in there of, of what street it was and her screeching up in the car and popping out and then the whole officer and the gentleman, I almost said officer. The whole <laughs> officer and the Dude, that, that was fantastic, man. I hope that you, Thank you brother. Uh, annotate that story somewhere. Thank you. Yep. So, Jeff. Is it time? What time is it? It is time for the Beast Mode the beast Moment. Mode. Yes, and today's Beast Mode moment hopefully connects to what it is that we're talking about. So today's Beast Mode moment is courtesy of myself. (laughs) Nice. And it says, 
You can't give 100% to something when you only have 70% to give. You have to take care of you. So the way that I think that this ties in to the discussion today about love and about uh, relationships and, and, and that, that building phase is that you have to love yourself first, right? Like you don't want to commit to somebody and try and give them all of you when you haven't able to been you haven't even been able to like love yourself and understand who you are as a person and know that you are capable and can give all of yourself to somebody else. Yep. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. Yeah. So that's today's beast mode moment. I like that. Jeff. Oh. Are we at the point in the show where you tie all of this together in song? I believe so, sir. Also known as Jeff's Joint. So today I have a few little things here. Okay. So I'm hoping that it works the way that I planned on it working. We shall see. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was nice. Like that. <clears throat> it was nice. It was nice for a beautiful day. Why do birds? So, Jeff, we're so, at the point hold, the hold on. Hold on. Jeff Joint. I just wanted to rewind. Okay. That that was so that was my attempt at comedy, just like that that was gonna be the song. That was bad. So <laughs> So that one was for real. Tell us about it. So I'll I'll play one more for you. You got another quick. We're, we're getting a, it's a threefer actually. It is a threefer. It's a trifecta. Yes. Let's do it. So this one, I love. Oh great. Hold on. We're here. We are here. This is the Jeff Joint trifecta, the first ever trifecta. Right here on Beauty and Beast Hey, I don't have all the answers. In life, to be honest, I've failed as much as I've succeeded. But I love my wife. I love my life. And I wish you my kind of success. Yep. Ooh, what was that? So that was a clip of Dickie Fox from Jerry Maguire. Ah, okay. So that was at the end of the movie. You know, and so to me, so the Carpenters, we've only just begun. So to me, relating it to what we were talking about today with love and and relationships and building foundations and and stuff like that, we've only just begun, bro. Whether it's when you first meet each other or you're going through your relationship or you've been together for 24 long ass years. You're beginning daily, 
because if you don't work on it every single day and begin again, then it's stale and it might not last, you know? So the thing with Dickie Fox, I just, I've always loved that line in Jerry Maguire where at the end he's saying after all the stuff, you know, that he's failed so many times, much more than he's been a success. But the things that are true to him and, and the most important, he loves his life, he loves his wife, you know, and that type of success he wishes for people, right. you know? Like, yeah, I might not be a huge millionaire and everything else, but you know what? I'm a humble dude, and I have a great relationship with my wife and my family, and I would wish that for all of my friends. Nice. So... Thanks. So, what's your takeaway, Jeff? My takeaway today. Why don't you start? All right, I'll start. With the takeaway that I had a couple uh, from what you just said uh, at the end there was about recognizing that every day is still the beginning of the journey. So, if you look at it that way, like, enjoy the journey, and every day is day one. I think that was, I think the way that you put that was nice. And the second thing is understanding what somebody else, what somebody else's love language is. So case in point, when you ran in there, maybe she's sleeping, so maybe she was awake and aware, she might have said something different. Right. Wanted to <laughs> but how that, you kind of had that, that click moment, it was like, oh, okay. And so now for you, it makes more sense. Right. So understanding uh, the other person's love language is another takeaway from me. Nice. Uh, I would have to say that mine, like you said, is definitely opening your eyes to your partner's uh, way that they like to be loved. Yeah. You know, um, so many times that people just think, oh, they want this, they want that, and they're totally off base. You know, like kind of thinking that, Humor and uh, physical touch will get you through life. <laughs> are, you say, are you using Y intentionally for H today? Are you saying humor? Huge? That's the New York in <laughs> me, baby. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I got. Great, man. Again, fantastic story. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Put yourself out there like that. As Great always. My pleasure. Well, Jeff, this has been uh, episode number Niner for Beauty and the Beast mode. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. This is J.A. Martinez. This is Big Jeff. Peace. See ya.